It takes money. I've been in love. I know what it's like. Yeah. If any of my girlfriends... We're going to just, like, get it on for the next yeah, six hours. Pretty much. You're ruining our blackout. Pretty much. We then had the discussion of who is the least awkward person to, to pee on me. <laughs> yeah, Jeets. She gave me some thing. Way Sebo. Way Sebo. Queen Radio. It's in ramblings. The movie Now You See Me Too. Mm-hmm. How much do you think they uh, considered using the subtitle? Now you don't. I was about to make the same joke. I was like, at what point is one of them called Now You Don't? Well, they had their opportunity. It was the second <laughs> one. You can't make Now You See Me 3, Now yes, You, you Don't. No, you don't you can't, think so? You can't go Now You See Me, Now You See Me 2, Now You Don't. It's Now You See Me, Now You Don't. That should have been the second yeah, movie. Yeah, okay, you're right. They've made a real slip up. Yeah. What's up, everybody? This is Ben. And this is Vicky. And you're listening to episode 168 of Insane Ramblings. A very mind-blowing episode. Yes. Why is it mind-blowing, Vicky? I just had my mind blown, which as often as I say it, it actually doesn't happen. <laughs> How often do you think your mind gets blown in a year? In a year? Yeah. Mm, okay, I'd say a good three times. I'd say three. Yeah. Yeah, three a year <laughs> where your mind gets seriously blown. Yeah, so Ben and I just had our... Well, I don't know if your mind was blown. I seem to be taking it a lot worse than you took it. No, I'm still like a little shaky, I reckon. Yeah. Like, there's a bit of nervous energy going around. It's like it happened to us. I can only imagine what it was like to be there. It'd be amazing. So, before we get too far into our feelings on what it was like to be there, we should probably fill you in on where there was. I just feel like people like the vague idea that there was something exciting happening that they can transport themselves to there. Right. They're like, oh, I know exactly what they mean. Yeah. It's like when I found out the target symbol was a target. It's the I metaf- was shaky for months after. <laughs> it's the metaphysical there. You're right. Any any amazing experience that blew your mind, we can transport you to now. Did you not know the target symbol was a target? Not until I was like 15 and I worked there. It's like so obviously yeah. a target. What, what did you think it was? Just a symbol. Okay. Like I got the K in Kmart. Sure. <laughs> that was clearly a K. Yep. I got that. And so we were just watching the McGregor-Habib fight. Yeah. I never watch UFC. I don't know anything about it. Uh, if someone asked me to name a UFC fighter, I would say McGregor. That would be about it. And probably Ronda Rousey. Those would be there the you two. Go. That's all you need. Well, no, hopefully no one asks my top five. But it is great that, because uh, McGregor, that's his last name. Mm. You assume that that's the standard way of we're going to refer to these fighters. Right. Is, well, that seems to be the standard in general. But Khabib's. Uh, Surname is so Russian and unpronounceable <laughs> that on all the promotional stuff, it's just, uh, we can't say that. Let's yeah. just call him Kabir. <laughs> Which is his first name. We assume. I don't even yeah. know. It could just be... It's like, a nickname. Yeah. Give us some way of uh, promoting this shit without getting into, you know, schwarzenegger S territory. <laughs> the guy is already mind-blowing, speaking of Kabib. So there's real-life videos of him learning to grapple by wrestling a bear when yeah, he's, so like, eight years old. This is, like, our pre-game warm-up. Yeah. Like, all right, we're like gonna- the guy is already insane. Yeah, there's a big fight on. It's a, the MMA where, like, we need to have a little backstory to get invested into this yeah. match. And so uh, my roommate Julian's like, I got just the thing. <laughs> and he pulls up a YouTube video of the guy, like, maybe like 10 years old. Yeah. And his father made him wrestle a bear. Yeah. So and that's where, I mean, you don't get much more Russian than that, was, do you? Especially I did like he was wearing the, the tracksuit. Yeah, like that's right. the traditional Adidas <laughs> uniform of It was Russia. very like GTA 4. Right. <laughs> Is that the one I'm thinking of? Oh, yeah, four? you got it. Yes. 
<sighs> and Very GTA 4. And so, uh, okay, we know it's not a grizzly. It's a 10-year-old no. wrestling ra- yeah. wrestle a bear. I think it's a tame bear as well. Well, it did have like some kind of restraint. Yeah. But even so... I mean, emotionally and physically, because it didn't bite him either. But it could have. It didn't have like a muzzle. No, but that's why I'm saying it had emotional restraint. <laughs> <laughs> it, but it was also physically listen, restrained. Even if it's... No, it's a, like it was trained for UFC, because we were saying, we don't know. We've never watched UFC before in our lives, except for that one other fight. And what a match. Yeah. But we were saying, like, basically, what are the rules? And your housemate, Julian, is like, well, you can't bite each other. I mean, so good first rule. Seemingly, the bear knew that. <laughs> True. <laughs> but if, if this was the like... Bear, isn't that weird? A Russian bear knows more about UFC than we did half an hour ago. But, to be fair, this was probably 20 years ago, this footage. That's what I'm saying. What a, Like, that bear was ahead of its time. Well, because mixed martial arts wasn't even the thing I back know. then. It was well ahead. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe the bear made it up. <laughs> Yeah, like <laughs> the sport was started by that bear, and he's like, "Well, it's not fair if we can bite because obviously I have a massive <laughs> yeah, advantage. Yeah. I'm a fucking grizzly bear." Maybe that was the original mixed martial arts, just like man versus wild, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's like, well, they gave up on the uh, wild animal part quickly. Yeah. They're like, let's just have people doing different man v. forms man. of martial arts. But yeah, like exactly. Karate versus jujitsu, karate versus boxing, whatever. But I like the bear angle. Yeah. Man, man versus bear. Let's go back to that. Well, do you remember when they promised on TV that, oh, what's that swimmer's name? The Michael American Phelps. one? Yeah, you know exactly what I'm talking about, don't you? Are you, about to t- are you about to also get invested in the biggest letdown of the century? I mean, they... Just go on. Like I know what oh, yeah. I know what you're referring to. They teased to. for months that Michael Phelps was going to race a shark. Yeah, because Shark Week in America is this huge thing. I mean, it's huge in eight-year-olds' minds everywhere. I guess like once upon a time it was big. Nowadays, people have probably gotten over the gimmick. I was excited. Okay. I thought he was going to race a shark. I don't know how they were going to do it. Well, that's the thing. Like, maybe the shark was going to have like steel lanes, so it had to swim forward or that's something. Like the only logistical way of doing it. Yeah. Well, because otherwise the shark would just swim over and kill you. Yeah. And it's like, well, the shark won by default. <laughs> or <laughs> the just, other guys did. Sharks don't tend to swim in straight lines. No, you just kind of do his shark yeah. thing. So it's like either, all right, Michael Phelps. Has to follow the path what, of like the shark. 18 times Olympic gold medalist <laughs> is yeah. going to uh, be eaten by a shark. Probably yes. he isn't going to risk I'm watching his life that. to do that. <laughs> I mean, we all are, but... The chances that he's putting his uh, self on the line like that seems unlikely. I know. I'm just saying. I'm switching on for that. Yeah, but you know that that's not going to be the case. And I so fell the- for it. I was like, I don't know how they're going to do this, but it's amazing. And then obviously, how they did it was they just had a transposed. It was like, like some CGI side CGI. by side yeah. thing where it was like, here's Michael Phelps in the time that he would swim from point to point. Here's a shark in the time that it would swim from point to point. Here's what was disappointing. Neither Michael Phelps nor the shark were there. <laughs> well, Michael Phelps was there. No, just, he wasn't. Well, I, mean, I think it was, it was a CGI Michael No, it was alive. They recorded him. and like, Did they? Him, yeah, I yeah. thought it was just his like, Olympic performance versus a CGI shark. No, I think they actually did take oh, him to like, the ocean and filmed it. Okay. But that makes it a bit The better. best part is they added flair to it. So like the shark's at the finish line. I think he does like a jump. <laughs> To like Does cross he? the line. It's like you smile. Free Willy. Yeah, you basically free Willy'd it. 
He's like, I was promised my freedom if I beat this man. <laughs> Give me my juice. But someone at, um, was it, Discovery Channel? Mm-hmm. They obviously looked at the video of the shark just swimming and they're like, well, this isn't exciting enough. That's not how a shark would act. Yeah. <laughs> if I know anything about sharks, they are arrogant bastards. <laughs> no, they literally can't stop swimming. So, yeah. does the shark just keep going at the end? Of the yeah, he swims off into the <laughs> yeah. sunset. Does he? I mean, I think they cut, but you oh. can assume. Okay. Because <laughs> I thought they might high five or something. And I'm like, well, that's unrealistic. The shark dies. Weirdly, did you see the part before the uh, the, the event where the shark um, trained as a childhood wrestling humans? <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> he was made to swim against small children. <laughs> All right, so yeah, we have the the Russian Khabib versus Conor McGregor, who you might know from uh, Mayweather. Right, he boxed Floyd Mayweather about a year ago. He's a that champion was, boxer. Yeah, he's like the world number one in his weight division right. of boxing. It's kind of like an unfair fight because well, Conor McGregor's not a boxer. Exactly. So he lost that one, but I guess he's one of the favorites in the UFC because mm. he's. I, I think he's got like three losses over his entire career. Yeah, but and like 22 wins. Or I think yeah. he's got the most win, equal for the most wins ever okay. or something like that. Is that right? I mean, you're straying into territory. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know that that's really right. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. If you're writing an exam or something, don't use this podcast as revision. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to fail your UFC PhD. But like, <laughs> as you say, if you're naming MMA fighters, there's like... McGregor and Ronda Rousey. Like, yeah. You run pretty short of recognisable names after that. Yeah, that's in right. In terms of people that I'm familiar with. Agreed. So he's just sort of a sporting personality. Well, that's the thing. He's got a lot of... Like he's the Tiger Woods of his sport, I guess. Except Tiger Woods is like very measured off the field. I guess like... Well, that's slightly different. Well, I, well, maybe not. <laughs> if you filmed the behind the scenes of Tiger Woods' career... Right. Oh, well, it would be amazing. Yeah, like well, maybe, it would be a porno. Maybe there was like some awesome um, reality TV esque. Yeah, you I know, think show it's just more that we just didn't get to see. Yeah, off. it would have been a, a massive porno. It would have been like Californication. And I, for one, would have watched it. <laughs> anyway, speaking of things we did watch, we watched this fight, and um, it was like an okay fight. It was a lot of grappling, and that's not really something that interests me. And well, McGregor was getting beat in the head, like. Oh, yeah. For, I guess, like a minute straight. If anything, it left me with more respect for the loser, even pre what happened at the end. Why? Because he got beat in the face for a minute straight and was like, and no, was I'm able fine. To get back up. Yeah. I did like um, Joe Rogan's commentary. Oh, no, so I guess it wasn't Joe, the other mm. guy that was like talking to Joe. He's like, why doesn't he get up? <laughs> yeah, that was so great. He's like, Why doesn't he just get up? And the weight of the entire guy is uh, on him. He's like being punched in the face repeatedly. I think Joe Rogan actually says because he's being beaten in the face and he's exhausted. Yeah, it's like, oh yeah, that, that's a pretty good answer. But it does you make me, me think, uh, as someone who knows almost nothing about UFC. I mean, we're in line for commentation. Yeah, like I think our comments would probably have been better than why doesn't he get just, up? Why doesn't he just stand up? Yeah. <laughs> doesn't he know that he's going to lose if that other the guy keeps beating him yeah. in the head. Why does he keep letting him kick him in the face? Like, that's a sure fire loss <laughs> yeah. right there. Doesn't he know that your face is vulnerable? Yeah, why doesn't he dodge? Why doesn't he block? <laughs> yeah. Why does he keep trying to block those punches with his face? Yeah. I mean, it makes no sense. You're not going to win like that. Well, there was one moment where you were describing it as being like a high school bully. Like, why don't you just get up? Why don't yeah. you just get up? It really looked like he was about three seconds away from, like, stop hitting yourself. Yeah, that's <laughs> like grabbing his own hands and yeah. hitting them with him. <laughs> 
so the match itself, I would say, was interesting enough, I guess, for a sporting event. It's it was not exciting. really exciting. I mean, I had my hands to my face for a good portion of it just because it was so brutal. Well, it was so violent. Yeah. Like one of the fights beforehand, I don't know if you saw the replay, but there was blood everywhere. Yeah, I caught a bit of it. Oh, and like that even was brutal. In the octagon, as the title match was going on. There's still like blood. Oh, it's covered in blood. And yeah. the camera had smears of blood on and it. And apparently the commentators got blood on oh, them. Yeah, it was crazy. Nuts. There's definitely like no blood rule in MMA. It's just, no. you know, football, someone gets a scratch and it's like, get out of here. You're <laughs> off the field. You're a risk to infecting the whole theme. And then... Uh, the whole theme? <laughs> the whole, what's the theme? <laughs> the theme of uh, fully intact players. Yeah. <laughs> Our famous skin. Yeah, and <laughs> blood really, on the inside. Yeah, you're really ruining the blood on the inside vibe we were going for. <laughs> Sorry, the whole team. <laughs> what is it? It's Brooklyn Nine-Nine. It's like they say the bleeding's internal. That's where the blood's supposed <laughs> to be. <laughs> right. Uh, but MMA does not have that rule. No. It's seeming like if you bleed, make sure you bleed into the other guy's eyes so he yeah, can't so he see. Can't, yeah, It'll give you an advantage. Right. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. If you're bleeding, spread it all over him. Yeah, you can also use this to your benefit somehow. Exactly. So that was, yeah. So seemingly the only rule is because it was invented by a bear and it's like no biting and no ball shots. Yeah. That basically seems like the rules. And even then they like do a lot of punching ball adjacent. It's not quite in the nuts, but you're like... Yeah, you're like, oh, you've got to... You would have felt the wind on the nuts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's got to, like, make you brace a little bit. Yeah. You, like, tighten up a little bit because yeah. you're like... Ooh, can, that's close. Yeah. That's inner thigh. Right. So oh. there's a lot of psychological warfare. Like, if someone that you were attracted to were to touch you there, that would be great. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> that's like, the kind of area we're talking about. Yeah, you're though. on your way to rounding home base at that yeah, That's point. right. Yeah. That's right. You've... <laughs> But in the, no, in you're on your way to second base. It's their hand. True. I, <laughs> I either don't know sex or I don't know baseball. Let's, I only Both. just learned MMA. I mean, yeah. come on. Slow down. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So the other thing I think we should mention is the sponsorship is out of control. Oh, it's outrageous. I think that maybe we should take a book out of MMA's corner because... What? <laughs> Well, are we also taking a leaf out of their book first? We are. Okay. <laughs> we don't need to take the whole book. Listen, it's like I was punched in the head by Kabir. <laughs> I, I'm too, there's too much nervous energy. I don't know what's going on anymore. I'm just saying, if that has taught me anything, I'm like, don't go the whole book, Ben. We're Each gonna, leaf can have a sponsor. We're going to take a leaf out of their book. Is yes. that what they say? Yeah, a page, a page or a leaf, yeah. A page out of the book. Because I'm thinking like... Shouldn't it be a leaf out of their tree? Like, no, it's like a you know a leaf, which is like two pages. Okay. We're a page out of their book. A sentence out of their book if we take from their sponsorship <laughs> idea. We should, we should take, if we're going to take anything away from mm. MMA, it's the sponsorship because... Oh, literally everything is sponsored. Everything. Like you go to a commercial break and it's like, and this uh, UFC fight 229 is brought to you by, and then the list of sponsors goes on for 10 Yeah, minutes. you hear the guy take a deep breath. But every <laughs> single round, yeah, he's like, all right, I got to prepare myself, centered, <laughs> yeah. and go. Yeah. You flash to this like screen and he's doing yoga throughout the rest <laughs> of the- <laughs> Just getting himself calm. But then every round is brought to you by a new sponsor. So it's oh, like, yeah. Round one brought to you by Sprite. Round two brought to you by Subway. Round three brought to you by T-Mobile. Yeah. And then, but within each round, also more things are brought to you. Like there was part where it was like the behind, not behind the, the scenes, replay. what do you call it? Or like, yeah, the replay is brought to you by somebody. Yeah. Like, and then even like after the replay, they showed some stats on the screen. And it's like the stats punches. were bought by somebody else. Yeah. 
And then they showed them in the dressing room and they're like, oh, the dressing room shots are brought to you by somebody else. But the best one... The corners yeah. of the octagon response. It's like this corner brought to you by Harley Davidson. Like, what if Harley Davidson didn't sponsor them? Is there a corner missing? That's right. <laughs> it's not. It's no longer an octagon. Yeah. It's like we got to go to the Pentagon now. Yeah. Lucky we got Harley Davidson yeah. on board because we nearly had a ring. But uh, while all that was good, uh, before we get to the grand finale, mm. I do want to comment on one last thing, which was Bruce Buffer. Yes. Who. If you're like, that name kind of sounds familiar. I had to look this up because Michael Buffer, yeah. you might remember you as definitely know. the Let's Get Ready it's to Rumble, Rumble guy Bye. from boxing. <laughs> yeah. One of the most iconic catchphrases in I get, not just sporting history. Just but the world. Exactly. Everybody knows Let's Get Ready to Rumble. And he's made a career out of that catchphrase. Good yeah. for him. But obviously, <laughs> you sound a little jealous. I, that's the sweetest gig in the world. You come uh, out for like ten seconds, you get paid probably hundreds of thousands yeah. of dollars at this point mm-hmm. to be like, let's get ready to rumble. And you're not the guy getting beat in the face. Exactly. <laughs> you got front row seats to watch it. It's yeah. probably a good time. This is uh, his half brother, Bruce. Mm-hmm. Half brother. Yeah. It's not even a full brother. No. Right. I guess like UFC is like we need a buffer. Yeah. Michael Buffer's too expensive. He's already probably got full some brother is exclusive contract yeah. with boxing. <laughs> we can't afford even a full brother. Yeah. We'll get the half brother <laughs> who comes out and essentially does the exact same job. Mm. Except I guess you can't use let's get ready to rumble. That's already taken. Yeah. He's got his great catchphrase. <laughs> it's time. <laughs> it's not even like it's go time. Yeah. It's go time would be much better. It's just like, all right, everybody. It's time. And it's like, I guess that's... For what? Yeah, like, that's the thing, I suppose. But so that was exciting because they've got their own, like, Michael Buck for knockoff. Yeah, I enjoyed it. All right, but once the match had finished... This is where the minds began being yeah. blown. McGregor lost. He tapped out in the fourth round. Yeah. And Sorry if you were planning on watching it, if you T-vote it a week later. <laughs> I, I feel like if you didn't watch it live, then you probably didn't have much incentive to go back to it. I feel like someone who's like been down a mine or something is like, damn it. <laughs> they, you think they came out of a mine and this yeah, is the first like, thing they did? They're like, I'm going to listen to Insane Ramblings on the I'm drive home the and then I'm going to watch UFC when I get there. In that order. Yeah. Can't drive and watch something. That's then. true. <laughs> Well, I apologize to that one person yes. that I spoiled it. But you should have known when we started talking about the match that you had your time to turn to it off. To switch off. The game, the match ends. Conor it's not a game, Ben. It is not. <laughs> Conor Maria, he taps out and... Because he's getting choked, basically. Yeah. Both of the fighters are milling around in the ring and... Then it's like it's almost like straight away. I don't think when you say both the fighters were milling around the ring, they weren't really. I guess like McGregor was like just kind of recovering to yeah, the side of the octagon. He's being choked, and this guy. What was crazy as well is McGregor taps out against his arm. So I don't know if he just has so much adrenaline he can't feel it, or is so pissed off, or I don't know how. He, but he doesn't let go. Yeah, that's true. At first, so at f- the guy has to be removed by the referee. Yeah, which is pretty crazy. I assume. Once someone taps out from a chokehold, you're letting go pretty quick. Yeah, you're like, you already won. Like, what are you going to do? Just kill the guy? Yeah, but that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, isn't he saying like, please stop? Yeah, I'm on. I'm going to die. Well, there was. To be fair, there was. Um, Conor McGregor's death was sponsored by yeah. uh, Cherry Coke, <laughs> so we had to get to the sponsor. Yeah, right. I mean, if Conor McGregor died, that would definitely, like, that would be worth the price. <laughs> sure. 
But at least this way we can uh, get a grudge match happening yeah. around two. I mean, I don't want Conor McGregor to die. Well, you got to up the stakes every time. Yeah, so, I'm I mean, like, damn. There's one way That's to do story. it. That's a story. So... Yeah, Conor McGregor's down and out. Also, I was going for Conor McGregor. I feel like I should make that clear. Well, he's like, he was the underdog in this match. Mm. He was the number one contender. Khabib was the champion right. at the moment. He's undefeated. So, yeah, it's usually more fun to go for the underdog. Go for the underdog, right? Khabib, is almost as soon as he wins, they uh, kind of pull him off McGregor. Yeah, they literally have to pull him off the guy because he won't let go, yeah. for starters. And then seconds later, he's walking to the other side of the ring. And before you know it, he jumps the barrier and starts beating up Conor McGregor's jiu-jitsu coach. Yeah, it's crazy. And then so the jiu-jitsu coach is just trying to like defend himself. And I guess he pushes him into, I don't know exactly how it goes down. Well, like the, it's a packed crowd. Yeah. So I, I guess they both fall into the crowd or he pushes him into the crowd or something happens. But anyway, it's just a massive brawl. Yeah. Everyone suddenly, starts just like wailing on each other. Right. Like Especially you can, if you're in Conor McGregor's corner, which he was, presumably there's like a whole bunch of guys. Like professional fighters. Yeah, ready to uh, step up and defend this coach. Yeah. And you assume the coach himself is like probably a pretty good fighter. Yeah. I mean, he talked number one in the world, (laughs) number one contender at least. Exactly. So I'm like, I'm sure he's not bad. Yeah. So that breaks out in the crowd. And then other cops all swoop in who are like, I don't know. There's just this massive like cops on professional fighters on just crowd members all of a sudden. Yeah. Well, you imagine these things can get pretty rowdy. You've got a lot of security. So like every single security guy in the building like swarms to yeah. fight. And like both their team managers and teams have run down there. Like, And it's just a massive melee. Yeah. But what's crazy is Conor McGregor has just had his head beat in. Like, they were holding throughout the match, like, pieces of chill, what I have to assume is chilled metal against his eyes because they were, like, swelling shut. Yeah. So, he, yeah, he took, what, like, 46 shots versus three or something yeah, to the head or something, something crazy like that. Like that. Yeah, it was very one-sided. So, he's just standing there. I guess he's not getting involved. I, I guess he's, like, he's probably dazed. Still, yeah. <laughs> he's probably still recovering. Like, where the fuck am I? Yeah. <laughs> I just got punched in the face two dozen times. Yeah. And then, so, I don't even know who it was, but I think it was a member of... Khabib's team? Yeah, I think because like at the start, he has this giant Russian hat, which looks yeah insane. It's kind it of looks like, like a giant blonde wig. Like it looks like something you get from the Melbourne show. Right. It's like one of those um, hats that the London guards wear, except right. for white. Yeah, exactly. And at the start of the match, yeah, he comes out wearing this hat and puts it on one of his other guys. Yeah. I think it was that guy. Well, just like three guys jump into the ring and essentially jump Conor McGregor like it's a street fight. From behind. Yeah, Yeah. from behind, which blew my mind. I was like, I can't believe you're jumping the loser of a professional fight from behind. It's like one thing for the winner to, for whatever reason, jump the fence and just start wailing on people. That's yeah, a, it's a poor winning. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Look, I'm not. I'm not saying that's. I'm not doing it. Yeah, but at least it's it's like unprovoked. I'm probably going to pump my fists in the air. Sure, <laughs> but I can understand it more. Like he's like pissed off and like yeah. Like behind. I assume this jujitsu coach and him had words before the match or something. So oh yeah, I'm like, guessing that. Right, I beat up your guy. Now I'm coming for you. It's yeah. got to be something like that. I'm guessing there was some sort of grudge between them or something that he said about him. Yeah, or... I'm sure. More... Well, there was some suggestion from your roommate. I don't know if it's true that there's a Russian coach on the other guy's team. Okay. So your friend was suggesting that he's like, you've dishonored Russia or something. Oh, maybe. I mean, I'm sure we'll find or more Or he said about something it. to him in Russian or like... 
Yeah, right. Well, this literally happened like an hour ago. Yeah, so, so there's not much known yet. I don't think they've even had the press conference yet. I'm sure, yeah, more will come out in the coming days. But It's fucking crazy. Like... So it was like watching WWE. That's the thing. Like, I was like, this feels surreal because it almost feels like a stage show put on. Yeah. But it's not. It's like, like, this is all really happening. When I went to the ice hockey several years ago, it was like Canada versus America. Like, right. essentially an exhibition match. And every few rounds, there would be a, like a little brawl on the ice. Yeah. And so the ref would be like, all right, come in, everyone. And the two skaters that were having this argument, mm. they would drop both their pads and just start wailing on oh each my other gosh. at centre ice until the ref is like blowing his whistle and then everyone would go off and skate. And they did that like, you know, three times. Throughout. Right. I don't think that happens in professional ice hockey. No, like, it's just like showing off. Or yeah, like-, like ice hockey is known for its fight. So as an Australian audience, you're like, I hope there's a fight. Yeah. And so it's like, we better put on a fight. <laughs> I don't think this was that. I think this guy actually just No, I think he just mental. flipped. And like you listen to the commentators. And, and they're, they're shocked. Yeah, they're like, I've never seen anything like this. In they're a like, this is so event. bad for the sport. It's so unprofessional. So but as a first time UFC watcher, I'm like, this is the greatest thing ever. I was like, I guess this is just what happens. <laughs> yeah, does this happen every week? Yeah. Because I am now the number one fan. <laughs> yeah, I've got one of those foam fingers. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know where I got it from. It just suddenly appeared on my hand. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it was mental. It was like, I was actually like, this is surreal. I feel like I'm watching the WWE or WWF or whatever you call it. Yeah, but Cause it's it, better because you know it's not staged. I But in my mind, like I couldn't even wrap my head around the fact that it was real. Like it felt staged. Yeah. Like, I was like, is this actually happening? Yeah. Because there were real police officers getting beat up. I'm oh, like, surely absolutely. they're going to press charges. Like, you can't hit police officers. Yeah, who knows? But, like, I mean, I know that you can't hit police officers. <laughs> who I, knows? Can you? Who knows what's going to happen after <laughs> Okay. That. I thought you were like, who knows? Who knows if that's bad or I not? I mean, is that illegal? <laughs> I mean, I try not so to. It's a real grey area. It's yeah. like, you know downloading <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't hit a police officer like well maybe if it was a victimless crime <laughs> no it's wrong don't yeah. do that but obviously this was in vegas the stadium is packed with both russian and irish fans like if you see someone on the streets of vegas now you're like a russian guy and you see someone wearing like a, a kiss me i'm irish t-shirt. yeah like you're you don't want to be an unlucky irish guy wearing that exactly you're gonna get beat the fuck up it's <laughs> insane like just oh my god there's gonna be riots or something oh my gosh it's insane so yeah the whole th- like i was like i can't believe like not only have they jumped this guy who just lost from behind but it's like he just had his it's not a fair fight there's like <laughs> no. three of them they came from behind and he's just had his head beaten yeah and so usually they have the Ceremony where they award the belt to the victor. Right, and they have to shake hands or yeah. whatever. And Dana White, the head of the UFC, came out and he's like, dude, if I give you this belt, the crowd are just going to throw, throw things shit at, you. at you. And he's like, I'm ready for it. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, I don't think you are. Get the fuck out. <laughs> they're going to tear you limb from limb if we don't have these police officers yeah. here. And so I don't know if, uh, like, Surely at some stage they're lining up. People are already thinking about, all right, grudge match. Yeah. Like, let's it's line this be. up for... If I was Conor McGregor, though, I'd be like 200 million. Yeah. I'm not doing it for less than that because I might get shot. 
I'm like, yeah, I might get brain damage. Yeah. <laughs> and not even during the match. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just in the, the freaking, yeah. the, what are they called? The weigh-in. Go. I don't know. I just have a lot more respect for Conor McGregor now because he turns around and like starts defending himself. But I'm like, he must have been so dazed. Like he's just been choked out and like had his head beat in. And then three guys just appear from behind and jump him. Yeah, if they do do another rematch, It'll it's Conor McGregor versus four people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone that beat him up, he's coming for you. They'll have to like physically shackle everyone in the crowd right. because it's like, we can't have this happening again. <laughs> Everyone's too heated. Yeah, I just can't believe that people let... Like, what did Conor McGregor do? <laughs> he got beat up. That's yeah, I know, thing. but like... <laughs> He tried to win. Yeah, that's, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He fought to the best of his ability and lost. That is a good question. Just say Khabib won. I mean, Khabib lost, sorry. What happens? Does he still jump the barrier? Yeah, I don't know. And start, well, I he's guess like he's staggering out. out. Yeah. yeah. He's like staggering to the barrier. It's like, all right, you come at you, motherfucker. Well, like, he's kind of, I don't really watch the lead up. I assume that he's been talking trash. That's like the whole. Yeah, so he kind of got off track. Boxing and UFC vibe, that, isn't it? Right. Like, Conor McGregor is known for his personality as much as his in the ring kind right. of antics. Like, you know, even though the Mayweather McGregor fight that we were talking about mm. at all, like at the weigh in and, you know, all the interviews prior to the, the actual fight itself, he was talking a lot of shit about him. Right. And then as soon as the match is over, he's smiling and he's holding his hand up, like, you know, you know, congratulating the winner and everything. Yeah. So it does seem like a lot of it is for show, but then you also hear stories about him, throwing us a like chair, chair through a bus window exactly. or something. Exactly. So, like, I do think that these uh, fighters are so amped up all the time that it does well, come out in bursts of rage like I that. I can't imagine that you're just, like, super violent in the ring and then you go home and you're like, okay, that's my job, I'm done. <laughs> like, I just yeah. can't imagine that. I mean, it's, it's not impossible, I guess, but... But, no, it seems like... You hear a story about an MMA guy, you know, beating up his girlfriend or something. You're not like, where did this come yeah. from? <laughs> he seemed like such a nice, yeah, nice guy. guy. I know. Yeah. You beat people up for a living. Right. So, uh, yeah, this is our, I guess, fight companion episode. Yeah. Which, uh, are we going to be MMA experts now? Like, yes. I feel like <laughs> whatever happens next, we'll have our eye on it because, goddamn, is it exciting? I know. But... What can live up to this? This is like when you go to Vegas and you win on like the first dollar you put into the yeah, slots. Yeah, right. You pick up 50000 You're yeah. like, well, I'm never going back to Vegas. But you've got to chase that high. Oh, really? Well, that's, you, that's the urge. What do you want? I want to keep up in the ante every time, but we started oh at the God. peak of the mountain. You can't... Like, where can you go from here? <laughs> that's it. So my very first match was insane. It was the best match ever. Like, yeah. you hear the commentators saying, like... This never happens. Yeah. I can't believe it. And their, like, minds are blown. Yeah. Our minds are clearly blown still, oh, like, an hour later. I know. I'm in shock still, an hour later. We've talked about this for basically half an hour. <laughs> but, like... Yeah, whatever happens. Well, just a champion sportsman has, like, leapt out of the ring and started beating people up. Yeah, like, what happens to his next, like, you know, career? Like, all of his sponsors, are they going to stick by him? Yeah, like, like is he going to get the, the belt might take, be taken yeah, off him? The exactly. championship might be taken off him? So, the whole thing is insane. Yeah, that's right. He, he only had things to lose right. by doing it. There was absolutely nothing. To, it wasn't like he was the loser and he just went on a mental... No, like he, snap. No, he won and he snapped. That's like uh, so unheard of. I know. It's like you've only got things to lose now. You won and you've like essentially started just assaulting people. But it didn't even stop there. It's like, well, now 
Conor McGregor's going to get beat up unprovoked as well. Yeah, uh, I know, by other people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually felt sorry for Conor McGregor. They came up behind him. Yeah. So. Uh, I mean, I guess you know the guy can take a punch. Even so, like, he usually sees it coming. Yeah. Once the match is done, true. I think that's he's true. not really... He usually sees it coming. Yeah. But I get that. There's isn't the whole point up. of MMA that it's basically like a street fight? Well, it's mixed martial arts, so you can have jiu-jitsu versus, like, I don't know, taekwondo or something. Right. It's not necessarily... Like, there's still rules. Yeah, you can't bite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess there's one rule. Yeah. Case a bear enters the competition. Yeah. So, I'm just saying, like, we've experienced this peak... Right, what can live up to it? Yeah, like... Someone has to die. Exactly. <laughs> That's about it. And I don't want that. I quite like Conor McGregor. Well, it makes for a very short-lived sport if everyone just... Dies. Instantly, yeah. <laughs> they it's, go to the death. Although... It I mean, it's gladiator. Yeah. <laughs> we both went to the same place. <laughs> Maybe they were onto something. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. If you'd beat around... For, like, if you're a thousand-year-old vampire, yeah. how do you get your thrills? Because you've seen... <laughs> The Roman gladiators. Yeah. You feel like everything that's like, oh, they added pads, they added right. helmets. Like they were crucifying people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but also they didn't have TiVo and Netflix. This is true. They didn't have video games. I think I'd rather not see someone die. It's a bold statement, Vicky, <laughs> but I'll stick by you. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So our minds are just thoroughly blown. Yeah, so... Uh, I know, it feels weird to talk about anything else, but I guess we I guess should. we have to move on, even though I don't know how. Let's go to the RAM blocks then. Okay. That always uh, takes our mind off things. And uh, it overfloweth, I would say, Vicky. Oh, wow. Because uh, we've been away for a while. Yeah. We got some messages while we were overseas how on holiday. Exciting. Once again, Dalali, our fan oh, from Ghana, writes Delali. us. Oh, uh Hey, Dalali. She wrote us a few weeks ago, hey, yeah, I can't believe you guys mentioned me on the show. Ah! That was so cool because, yeah, we did talk about her yeah. a few episodes ago. I'm never deleting that episode and I literally play it to anyone who would listen. Ah! <laughs> I think my friends are now careful around me so as to not trigger me playing it or even talking about it. <laughs> they tend to avoid words like radio, show and insane. Which is hard because their favorite topics were insane radio shows. Well, I imagine like just say they saw the fight today and they're like, right. did you that see that was fight? It was in, in the... Inconceivable. Bo- yeah. <laughs> Absolutely inconceivable. <laughs> it was in Las Vegas. <laughs> I was listening to it on the rare... On the TV. <laughs> yeah. On the rare black and white TV. Yeah. <laughs> Don't see many of those these days. She follows up, fun fact, I just found out that Helen Mirren dated Liam Neeson in the 80s. P.S. If you already knew that fun fact, then just call it a fact. Ciao, Delali. <laughs> Is it not fun if you already knew it? That was my question. Yeah. Like, oh, it just becomes a boring fact. Ah, no, I've I heard that fact before. Yeah, I didn't realize that you know knowledge of the fact affected its... Its funness. Right. No, I feel like fun facts remain fun, even if you know them. I thought so, but did you know about I Helen didn't. Mirren? No, that was news to me as well. Why? Did we talk about Helen Mirren recently? She's come up a few times in terms of we had that whole uh, conversation about whether Christina Hendricks is attractive. Yeah. Yeah, she was thrown into the mix was whenever she? that comes up. Because she was quite attractive when she was young. Is that what we always talk about? No, we were, I think you were comparing it current day Helen Mirren as huh. my recollection. I mean, she's the thinking man's hottie. What makes you say that? I don't know. She, she's just a really great actress and she seems quite intelligent and refined. That's true. How old is her compared to Liam Neeson? Is her? <laughs> 
How old is her? <laughs> uh, let me. Uh, How old is her what, Ben? Her skin. <laughs> How old is her hair? Yeah. She cuts it a lot. I would say a year for her hair. Okay, good yeah. to know. I would say she's 65. No, I think it's a bit older. 73. All right. And he's 53. That would be my guess. No, he's got to be late 50s at least. 66. Yeah. Oh. Well, that's not so that I guess, different. yeah, that's not that big What is age. that, six, seven years? Yeah. Six and a half years? Okay, that's less than I would have expected. But, yeah. Who knew? I can see that way. Well, Delali knew. True. Well, here's another shout out, Delali. Please keep playing us for your friends. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I don't know if she got anxious because we didn't write it back or didn't have another show in time. So she wrote us again. Oh, good. Hello, Ben and Vicky. It's Delali. I watched the news tonight and I saw a story about a prank of putting pins in fruit. It was so hilarious. <laughs> no offense to the people who got hurt. Yeah, we're not loving it as much. Are you guys okay? P.S. Look before you chew. Ciao, Delali. <laughs> I think she's offered. Look, <laughs> I can't say it's a fun prank. Some would say, you don't, that, you you know, don't enjoy criminal the, act. Sure. That's destroyed our agriculture. But I appreciate her look before you chew. That's good advice. Oh, yeah. I mean, just in general. Yeah, I think something for us all to take away is Australians, nay, as humans, <laughs> look before you chew. Well, uh, I mean, UFC, that really um, would sink in. Can't bite. True, true yeah, that. So look out that there's no opponent in your air. So are you okay? Yes. All right. I haven't know. Have you... Ex- I don't Have eat I found fruit? any pins in my fruit? Yeah, that's... <laughs> I can't remember the last I'm, time I ate a fruit. I'm not at risk. Let's no. just say that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Yeah, maybe if they're in a smoothie, <laughs> there might be a problem. Yeah, my boost juice, uh, if it right. gets blended up, it'll be hopefully small enough not to matter. That's right. I've got, you know, mango-flavoured lip gloss, so that's a worry. True. <laughs> have there been any reports of that? No. So, yeah, I I have to say, probably one of, one of your safer people, if that's your tactic. And personally, I just love eating pins regardless, so yeah, it that's right. works out. They anyway. call you the pin cushion. <laughs> but if it's an assassination attempt, don't put it in fruit. <laughs> Good tip. Yeah, it's not going to get to us. No. Like maybe a Coke block of cheese, yeah. yeah a right. pizza. Pasta. <laughs> Those are, yeah, if you're trying to kill me. Any of the simple carbs. Sure, sure. I, sorry for worrying you, Delali. We didn't get back to you quick enough, but we're both fine. Sorry to worry yeah, you. Yeah, would you think all this time? She was like, oh my God, I haven't maybe heard Maybe they're of, not fine. Yeah. No, we're fine. I do like now that we're becoming a conduit to Ghana's news of Australia. Like if yeah. they need a spokesperson, it's like, well, let's reach out to Ben and Vicky. <laughs> Well-known Ghanaian yeah. celebrities. But also, that's interesting. That's making news over there, don't you think? I wouldn't have thought it would be. Because I was in Europe for most of that time. Well, I would have argued that Ghana's got its own problems. I would have thought so, but I mean, <laughs> I'm no expert. Like, it's Surely there's some kind of, I don't know, like rhino-related incident that you can report on before <laughs> the uh, Australian strawberry mean, epidemic. like cute rhino news? You know, like the human interest at the end? The- or they went on a rampage. Like, oh. either or. Like, surely rhinos did something that day that would be higher priority than... I Australian. assume rhinos are doing something every day. That's what I'm saying. Oh, so right. it's like, why are we wasting time on, on Australian, Australian strawberries? Fruit. This yeah, doesn't I impact know. you. What are rhinos doing? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I wish we had that in our news. What are rhinos <laughs> doing? the rhino update. Yeah. I mean, Fox News is disappointingly seldom reporting on the actions of foxes. Well, um, Some would say never. The Ricky Gervais show back in mm. the day, they used to have monkey news as a segment. Oh, did they? 
Yeah, except the problem seemed to stem from monkeys weren't doing a lot. So it would often be like, here's something the monkeys did in the 80s that was (laughs) of note. (laughs) That's still great. (laughs) So maybe rhinos aren't doing as much as you would think. Well, I did hear one interesting rhino fact. Is it fun? I would say it's fun. Yeah, okay. Maybe not on the Liam Neeson, Helen Mirren level of fun, but it's up there. So they've got a big problem of poaching in Africa. Yeah. And so Doesn't start out fun. No. <laughs> it's quite dark. But then it builds, I feel. Okay. Australia, very similar climate in mm. Central Australia to yes. Africa. So there's this project where they want to bring African rhinos to Australia to protect them from poachers. Excellent. I'm all for it. Me too. But like... They've been talking about this for years. I haven't heard any traction on it. Yeah. I'm. How do we get a petition started? I think there's a website you can donate or something. Okay. Let's get Delali as our Ghanaian correspondent on it. Send us a rhino, Delali. <laughs> That's what we'll send you back a koala. Yeah. It can be like an exchange. I feel like border control might have something to say about it. But, I mean, I like... Back. This should happen. Like, I know. Got- We're not exchanging enough animals. If anything, we need more of a feral animal problem. Well, they say... Because that's the problem, Ben. This yeah. is my concern, okay. right? Every time... That we're like, this is a great idea. Let's basically, we were like, let's bring people here, which was already a mistake. But anyway, <laughs> it's happened. It's too late. It's we'll too late on. now. We've infected it. With the people came rats. Okay. So we were like, okay, we accidentally bought rats because I guess the ships were just lousy with rats. Yeah. So we were like, how does that even happen? Like, oh, it, I don't know. Rats are everywhere. It just took what three months to get from the UK to Australia in those yeah. days. Uh, probably get, two rats came get, on the ship. But get rid of all the rats on the journey. That's like a long time. If you've got rats in you your house. You need a rat guy. Yeah. yeah. You're not living with them for three months. Like, this ship isn't that big. You can... What have you got to do? But they literally breed like rats. I guess. Like, you think Like, that, can't they have 600 babies at a pop? Yeah, but, like, there's only so many corners of the ship that these babies can be hiding. I don't know. I would, like, rats to me are the cockroaches of the mammal family. Like, they could probably, like, stand on each other's shoulders from the depths of the ocean and get back on. <laughs> I guess, yeah. It only <laughs> takes... Make a little rat ladder. It only takes two for it to be a problem once yes, it reaches that's Australia's right. shores. That's where the saying, it takes two, came from. <laughs> yeah, first fleet. <laughs> yes. Sure. Talking about rats. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, look... Well, however it started, I'm sorry that they didn't deal with the rat problem because then we were like, hey, I know how to deal with our rat problem. Now we've got it in Australia. Why don't we bring cats in? Sure. <laughs> That's what they did. I'm not even joking. So they brought cats over to kill all the rats and now we have a massive feral cat problem. And this was the same uh, issue that they fell into with the cane, cane toads. toads. Weren't they to like kill locusts there was- or something? Cane beetles. Oh, that's right. Which were eating sugar cane. Yeah. And so they brought cane toads, which ate the beetles, but then it became even more of a problem. We've got a fuckload of toads now running around. Oh, yeah. So we've got a lot of toads running around and a lot of feral cats killing like the native wildlife. So, I mean, excuse me if I'm not on the rhino bus. But how much better are rhinos than toads and feral cats? Well, I mean, I like cats. But not feral ones. Well, do you like feral rhinos? Yes. <laughs> Those are the only kind of rhinos. There's no domesticated rhinos. How do you know? Well, if, How do you know? If someone out How there has a know? pet rhino, write in because I would love to hear yeah, about it. Yeah, I would. Oh, my God. That but, should be its own sitcom. But until... <laughs> Why is that not a TV show? <laughs> There's a lot of it's so horny jokes. Yeah, I know, right? I'm just saying, I'm not straight away. On, on board. Yeah. 
Well, here's Unlike the rats, which were straight away on board. What do you think? That we're going to be overrun with rhinos all yes. of a sudden? Like, I can't leave my apartment for fear of being bowled over. Well, I was in Zimbabwe. I've been yeah. to Zimbabwe. And we were just, like, wandering around in, like, the forest of Zimbabwe. Okay. And... Some, some people drove past and they're like, get in the car. This is like rhino territory. And we thought they were joking and they were like, no, seriously, like get in the car. And they sped off at like 120. Jeez. Because rhinos were just going to come and like bowl you over and push you off a cliff. That would make day-to-day exciting, <laughs> I got to say. <laughs> I don't need that kind of excitement. But I think they would be like sticking to central Australia. Like, Oh, yeah, because that's where they worked with the cats. What worked with <laughs> camels. They brought in camels. From- yeah, and now they're a pest. They're not a pest. They are. We've got so apparently there's about a million feral camels. And in what? Australia you think that's a good there. thing? That's not a pest. They're not like eating my crops or something. <laughs> <laughs> they just, just they just thrive because it's the desert. It's yeah. the perfect camel climate. I and assume. So Maybe it's not. A camel Maybe if a camel came to the city, he's like, I actually really like this. <laughs> I've been burning up. Yeah. <laughs> camels are no risk of being extinct because we've got a million of them just yeah. roaming the outback. Rhinos, they're on the verge of extinction. Just say... Maybe they, we need a million roaming the outback. Is that what you're saying? Maybe they'll take care of the camel problem. <laughs> I was just thinking, is that how we sell it? Yeah. As a solution to the camel problem. We can just become the new Africa. Well, we'll I was like... Bring over two of everything and see what happens. <laughs> I was thinking we'll become the new, the old woman that swallowed a fly. Yeah. <laughs> she swallowed the camel to get the rhino. No, she swallowed... A rat. She swallowed a cat to get the rat. She swallowed a camel to get the cat. She swallowed a rhino to get the camel. I don't think that rhinos are the camel's natural predator. Well, we're about to find out. Yeah, I guess. We, yeah, I guess. I mean, if they're like fighting for space, my money's on the rhino. Yeah, do, Africa doesn't have camels, do they? Yeah, they do. Of course. And so, do the camels and rhinos get along? I don't know that they're in the same parts of Africa. Like, it's a big continent. Okay. So, like, all the camels and stuff are up in Egypt. Well, we've got, like, that rabbit So, Tintin shows me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if Tintin is anything to go off... Uh, sure, which, when isn't it? camels in Morocco and Egypt. And also a Castafiori emerald, which I've really got to track down. Yeah, right? <laughs> hey, fun fact. Yeah. You might have already known this. Actually, yeah, I think I've said this to you before. There's more pyramids in Sudan than there is in Egypt. Are they like, well, how many pyramids are in Egypt? There's like six, right? I don't know. No, there's more than that. I didn't, like the Great Pyramids, there's a handful. Is there? I don't know. There's probably I've never less been. than six. Okay. Me neither, but I mean. But there's, no, they're not tiny pyramids. That's what I'm asking. No, like, they're great pyramids. Like the, um, like there's a lot of Incan pyramids and stuff like that as well. Is that my, Mayan pyramids, sorry. Mayan, right. Which, no, these are like Egyptian style. Okay. How many have they got in Sudan? Know. I'm not sure. More. At least one more than yeah. Egypt. <laughs> Seven. I'll look it up. But that's a fun fact. <laughs> Is that what we're doing now? We're just bringing out fun facts? No, it just came to mind because okay. we were talking about where are camels. And I was like, I wonder if they're in Sudan. And then that sort of like was my train of thought. Right. Because I've been to... So that's how they look. Mm, traditional pyramids. All yeah, right. Because right. yeah, I went to Cambodia, for example. Mm-hmm. And you think about Angkor Wat, like that's the temple that everyone... That's well known, right. Yeah, because it's like the biggest and most elaborate. But you can't... 350 pyramids in Sudan. That's a lot of pyramids. I know. But then you just wander around Cambodia. And they're everywhere. Yeah, you can't throw a rock without hitting a temple. So I was wondering if it's the same kind of thing. And a lot of them are quite impressive, Mm. but certainly 
there's only a handful on the level that even comes close to Angkor Wat. Hey, dummy. Yeah. There's 118 to 138 Egyptian pyramids. Really? Yeah. So, But there's double the amount in Sudan. That place most, is lousy Most with them. of these have got to be like arm high. I mean, they're bigger than the ones you've ever made. I mean, I've made zero pyramids. <laughs> That's so right. It's not hard. <laughs> but I feel like you'll be disappointed if you go over there expecting 130 Giza-style Great well, Pyramids, you know. As in G-I-Z-A. Yeah. Not, <laughs> not enough to fit a Giza in. That's right. You'll find Giza, like the British Giza <laughs> the size. British. Like, yeah. oh, I, this is what they were telling me all Well, about. they each have to fit a Giza inside. I mean... So they have to be big enough to fit a person. Technically, you could fit a lot of Gizas inside the Pyramid of Giza. <laughs> you could. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot for just, what, two or how many are in there? I think it's just the one, right? I thought it was like him and his wife. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's possible. All right, changing uh, subjects a little bit. Yeah. Anything else in the ramp blocks? No, just Delali's. Uh, oh, I love Delali. Well, uh, feel free to write in again. Or gonna, yeah, anyone else? Do. Feel free to write in. Um, I'm going to make an I love Delali bumper sticker. <laughs> she'll be obsessed with you. Like, she already <laughs> annoys all her friends with. Good. That's <laughs> why our other listeners doing that. She's the benchmark. All right, other listeners, Kurt, up your game. Yeah, that's what I think. <laughs> changing tracks a little bit. I. Went to a concert last night. Great. I went to see the Super... Was it Cher? It was not Cher. Oh, I know um, she's in town. She was on last night. Um, 70, would you believe? And still releasing new stuff. Mm. Or I guess I think her new album is like an ABBA cover album. So not technically new, but... No. New, new t- for her. Yeah. Not so new for ABBA. Uh, the... It was the, the Super Jesus. We're playing. It's oh, like yeah. an Australian, kind of like big in the 90s type act. Who would you rather see? Jesus or Super Jesus? As in, like, not the band, but no, like, like some kind of next level Jesus. Yeah, like the return of the Messiah or uh, the band. Like, <laughs> well, would you rather see the return I've seen, of I've the already actual seen the band. Jesus or yeah. the band Super Jesus? I, well, at this point, I'd like to see real Jesus because <laughs> I've seen the Super Jesus and they were great, but I don't need to see them again. I would regret my decision not to see actual Jesus should. <laughs> The situation arrives. <laughs> right. I'm just saying they've gone like big, calling themselves super Jesus. And they even last night called themselves mega Jesus oh. because here's, here's a good movie. Well, I feel like Jesus is just normal sized, if not small for a human, because it was in the past. You think the super refers to his physical height? <laughs> I thought it would be like his abilities. No, maybe it's his... Like, it's like, what if... You know, you've got Mars bar and yeah. then like super Mars bar. It's, it's just, just bigger. bigger. It's not a better Mars bar. But what about... You got the football and you got Super Bowl. It's got like a lot more fireworks and stuff. What if it was? Uh, just yeah, maybe it's just a bigger stage show. Yeah, it's just Jesus with more flair. <laughs> <laughs> he comes out, spikes a football, and uh, the fireworks go off, and you're like, "That was pretty super Jesus." <laughs> yeah, true. So if you had the choice between seeing regular Jesus, which you know does these water into wine type gear, I mean, I'm sold. Walking That's on water, great. yeah. Or you can see Super Jesus. It's that with fireworks. Probably. Uh, who knows? <laughs> Maybe it's just him with sunglasses. I, I, I <laughs> no, that's cool, Jesus. Oh, sorry. Don't I, get me mixed the, up. There were so many different Jesus. Jesus, <laughs> as I believe the collective uh, noun is all. So you went to see the Super Jesus. And uh, what a show. Here's mm. a move that I like that they pulled. Okay. When I bought the tickets, it said Super Jesus and special guests, right? right? And when I went to the show... The guests weren't that special. They were their own <laughs> opening act. 
That's awesome. So it's like, <laughs> you know what? We could have another band opening for us. But we're so special. Yeah. We feel our own special guests. Like, basically, you came to see us perform. How about more of that? So they opened, then there was a break, and then they played again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay. I wasn't complaining. It was also good because it was their it's pretty funny. 20th anniversary tour, so they were playing their first album, or at least, I guess, like, I think it was their second album in its entirety. Right. And then they played the second set, which was all the hits and like a few mm. rarities and that kind of stuff thrown in as well. So it's like you get to hear what they advertise and then also you get to hear all the songs that were also successful, but not on that album. Yeah. And like certainly they closed with Gravity, which I guess was their biggest song. Yeah. And that went off and it would have been disappointing if they didn't play that at all. Oh, of course. Yeah. But that's why they call themselves Mega Jesus because <laughs> they were their own opening act. They're like, we're not Super Jesus now. We're Mega Jesus. <laughs> but anyway. I feel like, I don't know, Super Jesus. Like I would, that seems like a Kanye move. It was a bit of that. Yeah, it was very Kanye. But uh, I had a good time. They seemed to be really into it. It was a good crowd. Here's the thing that I, uh, I liked, right? Mm. This happens at concerts quite a bit. Yeah. There's a show that you pay money for. Yeah. And then... Something happens, maybe a fight breaks out, maybe someone gets too drunk and uh, they're putting on a bit of a spectacle. Yeah. There was another show going on that I'm like, great, I paid for one thing yeah, and I got I get another. Yeah, right. So a few songs in, she's like, thanks for coming, we haven't you know, played these songs for years. In fact, I haven't even listened to these songs in about two decades because mm-hmm. I don't sit at home listening this to my, my own music. stuff. Yeah. I just sit at home listening to Kate Sobrano. Oh. And she kind of like... And Kate Sobrano was there. She was. Wow. She like pointed to the audience and like kind of the general direction. And I look over and it's like, oh my God, it's Kate Sobrano. <laughs> and so for That's those awesome. who don't know, she was like, I guess at, also at a, a peak in the 90s. Like in the 90s, right. Like She's a, an Australian artist. Yeah. Singer. Kind of like, I guess more folksy. Yeah, folksy or poppy, I guess. Yeah. Well, she certainly had like, I guess Pash was her biggest hit and that was more of a pop yeah. song. But I think a lot of her other stuff is not necessarily along those lines. No, it's kind lines. of folksy, I guess. Yeah. But anyway, folk. I was like, all right, Super Jesus, I'm on board. And Kate Sobrano, I've got my eye on you too. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like... Just, Did she come on stage? No, no. She was just like I bopping along Sobrano, in the I want Kate Sobrano like collab. Nah, I think they were like, you know... She was happy just to being in the audience. She right. probably just came to see I'm a sure show she just like came I did. See, yeah, exactly. But it was fun where it's like, again, it's not like she did anything wild. No. But you don't, you never know. Like, it's <laughs> a minor um, celebrity here. Yeah, that's right. Let's see what goes on. Yeah. It would be fun if she just got, like, crazy, like, got really into the like the super Jesus atmosphere and starts like making crucifixes or something. It's like, <laughs> wow, Kate Sobrano went crazy. No, I wish, I wish I had some kind of anecdote like that. But she was like, again, we say rock and roll isn't really her genre. No. And this was definitely a rock show. And she was like, you know, had head banging with the rest of us. and Nice. And yeah. It was good, good on you, show. Kate Sobrano. Right. But it's always like, I'm not watching you for the whole gig, but you know, once every two I'm songs. I'm checking in. Yeah, I'll yeah. peek over and be like, what's Kate Soprano up to? All right, still singing along, still yeah, dancing. Like, I can get into that. But uh, yeah, has that ever happened where you like, you're at one show and another show breaks out? Uh, I don't think so. No. Only when you're watching the MMA, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. No, I'm trying to think about if that's ever happened. Not off the top of my head. No, I can't think of any circumstances Fair where enough. that's happened. I mean, we were at the... We've talked about this before. We both went to... 
Drake together. Yeah. And we feel like he was at his final show of his entire tour. Yeah. So he went a little off script, I feel. That's um, always good. Yeah, but I've never had it where it's like, oh, actually, again, I've talked about this on the show. When um, Kanye, because it was you 2 with special guests mm-hmm. and it was Kanye that opened for them. Which is just amazing. Yeah, and it wasn't like you didn't know who you were getting when you... No. At the time. I didn't know it was Kanye. So that was amazing. Yeah. And another time, I mean, you and I went to a Hamish and Andy show and they had special musical guests and it was you two who were huge at the time. I missed that. I was... Oh, like, really? Yeah. Like I went to that show and I arrived and everyone's like, oh my God, you just missed you too. <laughs> I think I was like getting text messages from you as I was on my way to the... Because they were huge at that stage. Oh, yeah. YouTube. And like, I'm not like the biggest... U2 fan but I think they played Beautiful Day yeah and like that's all I need to see I, <laughs> I would have loved to see Beautiful Day live yeah it's, and, I mean it was a big song at the time yeah I had to come from work so I missed like the start and again like I spent the last half an hour at work just watching the clock it wasn't like, a particularly yeah. busy day so that was one of the big regrets of my life like I should have just left early and gone to see freaking Bono yeah that's right so that was pretty cool um it was the same show, like, John Farnham came out and he did You're the Voice. And again, yeah. I'm not paying tickets to see John Farnham live. But that's an iconic but, song. Yeah, as an Australian, right. if I can see You're the Voice live, like, sure, I'm all in. <laughs> so, yeah, nothing that comes to mind where, like, a celebrity was in the crowd or, like, a fight broke out or something, but... Yeah, no, it's just always, like, an added bonus where, like, I didn't expect that's this, a story. but... Yeah. Yeah, it's not like Kate Sobrano was, like, biting the heads off bats or something, <laughs> but, I mean... Was the you looked like, away. Yeah, maybe I missed that part. <laughs> but it's like it's like that little added excitement when you're watching live TV. Anything can happen, yeah, as right. was proven today. Yeah, And so true. it's like, well, who knows? Maybe Kate Sobrano is a total <laughs> asshole and she starts like swearing and getting drunk or something. I'm like, I'm going to be there for that. <laughs> yes. Well, you were talking about one time when you missed Abby Cornish. Yeah, I've talked about that on the show, but yeah. that was... Like, that's basically why I go to almost every opening act warm up now because uh, I went to see Nas perform live. And it was another one of these shows where he was performing, I think it was like the 25th anniversary of his uh, Illmatic album, which is his most famous one. And so he's playing it in its entirety. And before he came on stage, they advertised the warm up act as MC Dusk. Mm. And so I was like, that sounds kind of lame. I'll just like go for Nas. And then like a month maybe even like a year later actually I was on um, YouTube and I saw this clip of Abby Cornish who's like an Australian actor Mm. and she was releasing a hip-hop song I think she was released two songs right and it was produced by the guy who produced the Hilltop Hood stuff yeah and I really liked those two songs yeah and like I still listen to them to this day and like I looked at the behind the scenes on YouTube and it's like her outside the Forum Theatre Right, and, and I was you're like, like, when was this? Yeah, what the hell? Like, why is she performing at the Forum Theatre? How did I miss this? And then that's like, oh, she was MC Dusk. Yeah. I was at that show. I was just too late. Two hours late, yeah. right. <laughs> I'm like, fuck, like, because she's not released an EP. I think it was an experiment that just she decided. Wasn't that, into it all. Yeah, like, that's enough. But she must have had enough songs to put on a whole set. Yeah. Like, what the hell did she well, do? Yeah. <laughs> I guess we'll never know. Yeah, yeah, but there's like photos of her with, you know, like a backwards cap and some kind of like parachute pants. Like she had this whole hip hop look and everything. Right. And that was something you missed out on. But, um, and I'm so curious. Like, <laughs> I like those two songs. So yeah. that would have been cool to see. And then whatever the hell else she did, it would just be interesting regardless of how good it is or not. But yeah, I think that 
that was an era that was short-lived that we're never going to get back. Get again. Like, I kind yeah. of want to interview Abby Cornish just to ask her, like, hey, what the hell was up with that? Yeah, what and, did you do? Yeah. Tell me in detail because I missed it. Like, is there any more songs that were just never released? And, um, like, there's no YouTube videos of people. Like, I assume you go on YouTube, you can find, like, yeah, what right. Nas did, did that, that night. night. But no one was, like... Yeah, MC Dusk, like, let's film this and put it online. There's, like, nothing. It's just, like, this weird moment in time that just remains forever. Yeah, except for in the minds of people who were there. And, <laughs> and you were not one of them. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, after that, I uh, definitely do my Google research before I go, just in yeah. case there's... Like an amazing act that you're going to miss. Yeah, exactly. We talked about last week, or last episode, I guess, women proposing to men. yes. And I wanted to go back to that because uh, my sister was listening to the episode. Right. And she had a few comments. Okay. And she just found it hilarious because she was contacted during the last few weeks about being on a reality show. Yeah. So I guess she was on some Facebook group for singles. Uh Uh-huh. And the producers of this show or like the casting director or whatever must have been trawling through that group. Yeah. And looking for people who might want to be involved in this show. And... I guess she knew it was for Channel 9. She didn't know any more details mm-hmm. than that initially. But she got this call from a woman interviewing her. It's like, hey, I work for the television station. We're doing the show. Would you be interested? And my sister, like, of course, like, you've heard her. Yeah. Anyone who listens to this she's show definitely knows. definitely a performer. Yeah. And she's got crazy dating stories out the oh, wazoo. Yeah. Like, she's perfect for a dating show. Yeah. Everyone's watching that. Oh, I, I'm like... She told me and I was like, holy crap, is it Take Me Out? Which is like the Australian version of If You Are The One. Oh, yeah. And it's is, like, you got to be on that. Yeah. Like, that's my favorite dating show. We watch it still every week. It's like the, the crazy Chinese <laughs> also my dad's dating favorite. show. He's got good taste. Yeah. And so, like, my eyes, like, exploded yeah. from excitement when I was like, oh, my God, think of her and Take Me Out. But... That's on Channel 7, so obviously yeah, wasn't that. Yeah, it wasn't that one. But I'm like, whatever it is, you you're the, they, they found the right person. Yeah, oh yeah, they've and nailed it. The girl on the phone seemingly was enamored by Kirsty because even Kirsty said like, yeah, I always wondered why I haven't had a reality show already. Like, <laughs> just like very cocky about it. And that's exactly the kind of personality yeah, that, they that they like on these types of shows. And so, yeah, the girl was like, all right, I got to talk to my producers and stuff, but I'll be in touch. And mm. she sounded like Kirsty would be into the next round. She, uh got a f- another phone call a day or two later and again she was like I guess next round of interviews yeah. right I guess she found out at that stage that the show was going to be married at first sight right and like we talked about this a year ago on the mm-hmm. podcast you were like big into oh, it oh I was huge into it yeah and because I started watching it this is again an accidental like accidental buy-in because I was just in my doctor's office and like one of the most interesting episodes of all time across the world <laughs> was on and that's how I got into it yeah now you're hooked yeah and so I probably won't watch next season <laughs> <laughs> well uh, at least yeah you are familiar with the format and everything yeah. and it's like a, a couple is put together having not known anything about yeah, each other. Yeah, and they get married. And do they try to match them with like a good match or they try to they put tr- someone... Well, with- they say that these psychologists are matching them with good matches, but yeah. seemingly it's just to make fur fly, I would say. Yeah, just to try and like... Make an interesting show. Yeah, fair enough. And so uh, Kirsty's like obviously considering going on Married at First Sight. Yeah, she asked me about it. Oh, really? Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, I did tell her that you watched last year. Yeah. And so... Unfortunately, she couldn't do it because she's 
heading to the UK for a few months. So yeah. during filming, she won't be in town. But she was listening to the podcast and she's like, oh my God, it's so funny that you're like, I hope a woman doesn't propose to me. You're not even in a relationship. <laughs> the, yet the this risk is, is like, low. Yeah, yeah, this is like a newfound fear of yours. <laughs> Whereas as soon as someone even that I don't know is floating a proposal, I'm, I'm like, in. yeah, all right. <laughs> really yeah. just highlighted the, the difference. The difference between you two. <laughs> yeah. um, but there's always next season. Well, you never know. We'll I would, keep our fingers crossed. Oh, my God. Kirstie on any dating show is going to be amazing. I... Uh, I don't know. Like, I think I'd prefer like The Bachelor, obviously, because I'm such a fan. Yeah. But uh, yeah, if any TV producers listening, you're onto a good uh, thing with yeah. her. Yeah, it would be amazing. I did want to touch on one last thing. Mm-hmm. I was reading the comic book Pulse recently. Huh. Which people might remember the TV show Jessica Jones. Ah, yes, I love that TV show. Yeah, so it's on Netflix, and she's it's like brilliant. A, I recommend it. Yeah, she's a detective. But she's got like some superheroes, but they're kind of like minor powers. I guess she can, like, she's kind of strong. She's really strong and she heals easily. Right. But it's not like she can fly or anything. It's like mostly about her detective work. Yeah. They made a comic book called Alias. That's where Jessica Jones started. Right. And then after that, they uh, put her in a spin off called Pulse. Okay. Which is basically continuing the story, but they've got all the other Marvel characters in it. Okay. So Jessica Jones. Part of the initial pitch is that it's an adult comic book. Like, you know, there's going to be more language and violence and mm-hmm. stuff like that that normally, I guess, Marvel's got kind of more of a PG right. aesthetic to it. Well, the TV show has Luke Cage in it. Yeah. So, so there's already a bit of crossover in the TV show. And he's in the comic book as well. Right. Um, yeah, it's like her boyfriend is Luke Cage, that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. And I think she appears in Luke Cage briefly. I assume. And so... Yeah, I'm reading Pulse, which is like her, you know, she's working for J. Jonah Jameson, which is Spider-Man's boss. Right. Wolverine shows up and, you know, all these like other Marvel characters are there. And like, it's a bit more PG because I guess if they include those characters, that's kind of like a risk. Yeah. Yeah. But I think, you know, there's like a little preamble at the start saying like, oh, this was too good an opportunity to pass up. Like, even if it's not as hardcore as Mm -hmm. Jessica Jones or as alias, I guess, originally was. It's still going to get like more people interested, and right. it's cool to just see her with Spider Man, that kind of <laughs> stuff, and just to continue the story in general. Mm-hmm. So I'm reading this comic book. I've it's like you know come out years ago, so you can just read all the issues back to back, which yeah. is honestly the way to do it. Like comic books are so annoying when it's like oh you've got to wait months for the next installment. Yeah, yeah. I've got like 30 pages here, which is going to take me you know 15 minutes to get mm-hmm. through, if that. And then it's like, all right, well... I'm literally waiting for a dude to draw the rest. Yeah, part two will come out in a month. Yeah. Maybe two. And so I'm like halfway through this series, mm-hmm. right? And I'm you know, pretty uh, invested. And this is the kind of thing that when people are like, where do I start with comic books? Like, they've been going for decades now. Right, there's like, hundreds of millions of comic yeah, books. Yeah, if I want to read Superman... I think they just had their 1,000th issue. Yeah, right. So it's like, I can't start at issue one. That's like in the 1930s. <laughs> Do I pick up issue 1,000 and just kind of, you know... Uh, hope that I get the backstory? Yeah. And so every so often they'll try to reboot it. Like they'll have the new 52 where 52 of their most popular comics mm-hmm. started again at issue one. Right. Or, um, you know, they do that kind of thing every so often. And this is exactly why that happens because... Comic books are so goddamn insane. Oh, yeah. It's not that 
Jessica Jones got crazy. It's just that because it is in now the same universe as Spider-Man mm. and stuff, just say X-Men got crazy. Yeah. And now that affects Jessica Jones. So this, right, because this it's all I'm, the same universe. Yeah. So I get to a page just between issues, right? Mm. And it just says House of M. Mm-hmm. And that's the name of, like, I guess a prominent storyline in the Marvel Universe. Okay. Like, if you've seen, for example, Civil War, mm-hmm. that was, like, one of the big Captain America movies. It was called right, Civil yes. War. Obviously, that was based on the comic book series called Civil War. Mm-hmm. It's the same kind of thing. So, I'm going to read you a part of the description of House of M. Oh, my gosh. And just kind of put yourself in my shoes where I'm just like, oh, yeah, it's Jessica Jones. She's... A, you know, detective. Mm-hmm. She's hanging out with her boyfriend. And then this happens. It was the worst day in Avengers history. The Scarlet Witch suffered a total nervous breakdown after <laughs> losing control of her reality-altering powers. Beloved Avengers Hawkeye, Ant-Man, and The Vision lost their lives. Ooh. Without funding to keep going, the rest of the team quietly disbanded. That was six months ago. Magneto has lost the war against ordinary humans for which he sacrificed the well-being of his children. Now he is forced to watch his daughter wander the Scarlet Witch suffer a loss of control over both her powers and her grip on reality. Quicksilver wonders brother Pietro pleads with their estranged father to help her. Only Wolverine and a little girl named Layla Miller wake up with memories of the world the way it was. Layla also discovered that she is a mutant with the powers to unlock the very memories of others around her. And it just keeps going on and on like that. And so I'm that's like, a lot. Yeah, and so I'm reading that and I'm like, okay, that's weird. Like... It mentions the Avengers, it mentions Ant-Man, it mentions the Vision, blah, blah, yeah. blah. None of these characters ever Have appeared in Pulse or, yeah, right. or Alias. And so I'm like, why are they telling me all this? Mm. You've turned the page mm. and it's like the world has changed. Now they're living in this storyline where mutants are the normality. So like in, I guess, if you think about X-Men, yeah. uh, people are mother minority and there's, a couple, and there's a couple of mutants. Yes. Now it's flipped. Right, so everyone's a mutant. Yeah, and the humans are oppressed, like the normal people, which is a cool idea for a storyline. Yeah. But when you had to read, I don't know, Avengers or something, like X-Men to kind of get all that. Understand why, because it has to be in the same universe. And now you've just got one page, like, (laughs) kind of filling you in on the backstory. Like, holy shit, like, this is a lot. A lot has happened. Especially with characters that I guess I know from the movies, but I'm not that familiar with, like, you know, otherwise. And uh, so... Now, all of a sudden, instead of Jessica Jones working for J. Jones Jameson, it's just this blue mutant woman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, where did, where did this come from? It's like no other medium does this. It's so insane. Like, I don't know. You don't turn in, tune into the office and like Dwight's a carrot or something. Yeah. And it's like, oh, what happened? It's like, oh, sorry. You needed to watch CSI Miami yeah, last week. Everyone became carrots. Yeah. <laughs> Like, All humans were turned into carrots in CSI Miami yeah, last week. They and they're in the same it, universe. Right. They explained it there. Like, you didn't know that? Come on. <laughs> yeah. It's like so fucking weird. Like, this is the problem with comic books. And then, Don't get the universes together. Yeah. And then I can't remember if it's like one or two issues of that. And then it's like back to normal. It's like, we never reference that again. Like, thanks, like, blue woman just like showing up in my comic books. Like, like that's admittedly... All right, a world where the humans are repressed. Like, that's a right. cool idea. But I got it. there's got to be a better way to do it than <laughs> just, like, like, a random across. page. Yeah. It's like, just imagine you're reading a novel and that's, like, this whole page is like, oh, yeah, by the way, 
this takes place in space now. Like, yeah. what? <laughs> like, yeah. why? Catch like, me up. Uh, yeah, okay, so in this other book where the characters also are in this book, they got launched into space. So now the book's in space. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, you, you don't watch, I don't know, like, Game of Thrones. It's like, oh, yeah, by the way, everyone's a ninja. Yeah. Like, everyone knows <laughs> kung fu. Don't ask why. It's too long to explain. Yeah. Like, what? what? Here's a quick scrolling page. Yeah. Like, also, everyone's a ninja now. Uh, but don't worry, we'll be back to normal next week. <laughs> like, just, I don't know, maybe, like, leave that, leave that out. Like, put it as a bonus at the end <laughs> yeah, of the book. Like, exactly. it's right in the middle. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> yeah, right in the middle. It's like, the next three pages will be in space because of what happened yeah. on the Bulgarian news three years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, they, they left a lot of breadcrumbs. You should have been yeah, paying attention. Right. There was clues all the way around. <laughs> it's like that's even crazy. it mentions like Hawkeye died. Mm. He's in this issue. Oh. He's like contemplating his existence. Oh. It's like, well, he's not dead. Well, I guess he came back. <laughs> Fucked if I know why or how. Or even care. Like I'm not I'm not invested in Hawkeye's story. I haven't read any of this. It's a one page synopsis. Why is he even there? Just give me Jessica Jones yes. like having a baby with Luke Cage. That's what the story you've been telling. Why all of a sudden is everyone blue? I don't get it. I guess because it's like there's going to be the one nerd that's like, so if this is the same universe, like why didn't this, this and this happen? Obviously, that's the people that they're appeasing. And like but if yeah. you're reading... 20 different comics this would be awesome yeah but, but just be like oh no it didn't happen in that. detroit <laughs> yeah, by the way yeah. or like if i buy the house of m compendium yeah put it in there yeah okay don't put it in pulse where it makes no sense <laughs> yeah okay put it in the house of m compendium. yeah like there's got to be another way to do this comic books are insane it's basically all i'm saying no that's great but i did like that episode where dwight was a talking character that was pretty cool <laughs> So I think that brings us to another episode of Insane Rambling. Or does it? Or brings it to the end of another? Is that what I said? <laughs> no, I'm just saying, or does it? Oh, yeah. By the way, from now on. Yeah, if you haven't listened to the Joe Rogan experience. Yeah, this is all an MMA show now. Yeah, that's right. We'll be back to normal next week. But the good thing, we explained it at the top of the that's show. That's right. You know why it's an MMA show. It didn't just come out of nowhere. Thanks, everyone, for listening. You can email me, ben, at insaneramblings.net. And chances are, you'll get it right on the air. Yeah, you can email me, vicky at insaneramblings.net. Podcast at insaneramblings.net will find us as well. Uh, you can rate and review us on iTunes as well as subscribe so that things get automatically downloaded to your device. Jump on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash insaneramblings, where you can like us to get automatic updates when a new episode comes out or just, you know, fun clips to share of bits and pieces from the show highlights. Yeah, away. See you both. After show time, mm-hmm. it's been about what two hours since we uh, hit stop on the episode. Around about two and a half, two hours, yeah. As soon as we uh, finished recording, we crossed the road, went to the cinema, saw The Nun. Yep. So far, I corroborate your story. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to add. We had chalk tops. You can't go to the movie without chalk tops. Sure. The whole time, I was so distracted. Why? Did you like notice anything about the couple sitting next to me? 
I noticed they were in our seats. Well, there was that. That, like, put... From, you know, the get-go, I was kind of offside with them. Yeah. Because we had, like, prime seats in the middle of the cinema. Mm-hmm. And we did real well on the booking. Yeah, and then we get there and they're, you know, already taken. And it's like, well, the cinema's not packed, but... It means we had slightly less mm-hmm. as good seats, which is already annoying, but whatever. No, I didn't notice them because I was sitting on the opposite side of them. You're so lucky because... Oh, really? Because I got distracted by other things. All right. Well, we can get to that in a sec. But throughout even like the previews, mm. I noticed there was like this sound coming from one of them. Oh my God. Was Yeah, I noticed that. I looked over <laughs> and like laughed at you. What kind of sound would you, like, describe it as? Jacking off. That's kind of what it sounded like, right? <laughs> yes. Okay, yes. I did, didn't you not see me give you a weird look and be like, what's going on over there? Well, I, I, and your eyes gave away nothing. Oh, okay. I no, thought I, your eyes would say, this is what's going on. Well, I didn't know if that's what you were, like, uh, you know, looking at me for. There's, there was a lot of stuff going on oh in that Oh, my screen. God. What a cinema. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, at first... I thought someone just had, like, restless leg syndrome. No. Because it kind of sounded was like... very wet. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it it just, was! Right, to me, it sounded like the sound it of... It was like... <laughs> Maybe there was someone jacking off, like, next to you. That's what it sounded like to me! <laughs> to me, it just sounded like they were kind of, like, shaking their leg profusely and, like... It's I suppose it's possible. Like, the sound of, like, the pants, you know... Right, Kind of, like, okay. sliding against each other. I guess other. if they're wearing, like... 70s corduroy. It, it sounded a bit like parachute pants. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Maybe if it's the 90s, I'd buy that. Yeah. But it's also like, all right, I'm obviously... Well, it reached a crescendo when I noticed it. Well, that's all I'm saying. I thought, all right, this is a possibility that could be going right. on. It could be the restless leg thing. But Let's not investigate too hard. Unlike the characters in the film... Who I feel investigated too hard. <laughs> I felt let's not investigate. Too well, I look, hard. I looked over because I was like, oh my god, did you? I was like, maybe I can shame them into stopping. Oh, I didn't look over because like I looked at her and she laughed. Okay, well, I was like trying to peer over, like either to see if that was the case, right, or maybe if they realize, oh, these guys sitting right next to us, they're I, looking. Yeah, maybe I'll like stop or like because. It's the kind of thing, if that is going on, you're expected to be, like, the corner of the... the yeah, like, the, right at the back in the dark. Yeah. No, we were literally a seat away. And it's, like, usually the uh, kind of thing that teenagers might do. Right. These, These are, people are in the, our age, yeah. I would have said. 30s, right. late 20s, maybe. Right. And so I was like, is that what's happening? Well, I looked at her during the crescendo of the noise, okay. and she laughed. But you say crescendo. I thought, all right, well, if that is the case... Mm. It's going to stop soon. That's what I thought, but it went for a while. It went for the entire film. (laughs) (laughs) So it did. So it's not like... (laughs) If they were messing around, that was a very unsatisfying Jack. (laughs) She was not very good. So you looked... Did you see anything? No, I didn't see anything. Like a couple of times... I thought you were going to say you had it out or something. No, because that would explain things. Right. But like... I did see him moving his leg a little bit, right? Okay. And so I'm like, oh, it must be the restless leg thing. But then there's other times I'm like, I keep hearing this noise and there's, like, mm. they're still. <laughs> I'm like, what are they doing? Like, I never wanted more for someone in my vicinity to just orgasm so I can stop being so distracted. 
I'm like, someone better come and preferably it's you. Yeah, no, I don't want it to be me. <laughs> Bags, not me. Yeah. And so... Preferably it's you. Which is so, like, to shut the fuck up. I'm trying to watch a horror film. It's a scary movie and it's all about the atmosphere. Yeah, it was a lot less scary by the jacket off. And so there's prolonged moments of silence and all I can hear is like... (laughs) And it was, like, rhythmic. So it's, like, kind of like... No, I know exactly what you mean. There'd be, like, 30 seconds of... You know, this like swishing sound and then like a good 10 seconds of silence and you're like, oh, maybe it's over. And then it would start again straight away. And this was for 90 minutes. I don't know what was going on. And so after a while, I'm like looking for something like maybe this is some kind of machine that could make oh, this sound. Oh, right. It's like under a seat or like yeah, on like, the wall or I was trying to think like maybe they've got those like machines that help you breathe or something. It's just making some kind of weird... <laughs> because it kind of sounded like the pumps that they use to take your blood pressure. Oh, right. No, I looked over at her because I was like, someone's getting jacked off in this cinema. And but, she just looked at me and laughed. But that, there's no way it would have gone for 90 no, minutes. I know. <laughs> that, I'm like, that's, you know, you're done by opening credits and then we can... <laughs> we'll enjoy shut. the film. Yeah, but it was also like, all right, they're sitting in our seats. Where can I move to that this isn't going to be a distraction? Mm. And the cinema wasn't packed, but it's like, all right... It's kind of a small cinema, so if we move forward a few rows... We're right on top of the screen. Yeah, I already said as soon as we sat down, I'm glad we didn't... Because we could have booked the seats in the row forward. Yeah. And I was like, I'm really glad we did. Right in the splash zone, some yeah. would say. <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, well, that's no good because we're going to be craning our necks looking up. Right, and also, and if like, it does eventually come, it's going all over Yeah, us. I don't want to be in that vicinity. And then, like, to the side, you've got, like, a crap view of the screen. I probably am still going to be just, like, hyper-focused on them. I'm like, are they still going? <laughs> like, the whole podcast today was, like, when have I been to a show when a show broke out? Yeah. This is, like, the downside of yeah, that. Yeah, like, this is the opposite of wanting to go to a show when yeah, a show breaks out. Yeah, this is the, the anti-Kate Sobrano. <laughs> now you're net even. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, the only other thing that I'm like, could it be this? Mm-hmm. Remember those, like, Air Jordans in the 90s? What, you think he was pumping up his Air Jordans the whole time? It sounded like it. It was like, yeah, they had, like, in the tongues of the shoes. Yeah, yeah, you could pump them up. And it would give you more air, whatever the fuck (laughs) Matt was supposed to do. Like, in my imagination, it's like, now I've got, like, these inflatable soles that I can, like, you know, leap really high. Right. I can slam dunk like Jordan. That was the general gist, I think. Yeah, but, like, in reality, like, I had a pair of those. I don't think they did anything. It just kind of made this swishy sound (laughs) effect. <laughs> Much like what I was hearing, but I'm like, is he pumping up his Jordans yeah. for 90 minutes? Has he got like a really big game after this movie? <laughs> That's why he came to the movie to pump himself up. Oh my game. god, but like so fucking annoying. I can't believe because I was like, if he's just got a restless leg, she's gonna put a stop to it. Surely you would put your hand on their leg and be like, yeah, but like maybe you're distracting me. It's like when a couple snores. It might oh, be. like he's always like that? She's Maybe, kind of yeah. just got used to it? Right. She's like, like, yeah, he's the restless leg guy. I what can to, I say? Exactly. I used to um, wake up early as a kid and I'd be like watching Saturday morning cartoons and from my parents' bedroom you hear like this thunderous <laughs> snore that my dad was letting out. And I'm like, 
I can hear it from a room away. <laughs> How's How, mum sleeping? Yeah, and she's like just sound asleep throughout this. But I guess you just come you to get used to it. Yeah, and so maybe she doesn't even notice now. But like because I'm an outsider, like now encroaching on this thing, it's like holy fuck, shut him the fuck up. <laughs> so yeah, the nun five out of five, great movie experience. Yeah. Oh. A lot happened during that movie. Yeah, go on. Well, at one point I nearly peed my pants because someone it was the nun, obviously, which is about a spooky nun. Mm-hmm. And halfway through the movie, someone got up to go to the toilet and was dressed exactly like a fucking nun. They had no, they like white and dressed, navy on. I mean, not they didn't have the habit. It on. <laughs> but like they had a white shirt with like a navy jumper on. I nearly shit myself. The general the- nun color scheme. <laughs> yeah, they had a nun. Well, it's from the corner of my eye. Yeah, I wasn't sure. watching the audience as closely as <laughs> you were. But yeah, like halfway through, I like nearly shit my pants because I thought the nun was there. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, the other highlight, which I did have to say, was probably worth all the um, anguish that I put up with. Yeah, there was a. a scene at the end of the film where um, I guess the hero is kind of like sneaking past all these creatures and they were kind of like still and then they make like a jerk motion to kind of yeah, indicate that they've around. like spotted him. Mm. And the second time that it happened, someone <laughs> in the audience let out the biggest goddamn scream you ever heard. And it was a man. And it, was, it wasn't like a shriek. It was like a... <laughs> Yeah, exactly. He was... It, he was it, startled. It took him by surprise, that's really for sure. It was did. so genuine. Yeah. It was so awesome. And so, like, that's one of those moments of the whole cinema, cinema like, bonds. Up. Yeah, you're like, we're all in this together. Everyone was laughing for, like, a good 30 seconds yeah. after that. So, uh, yeah, it was a little distracting, i got to say, but I feel like... <laughs> Never got to the bottom of exactly what happened. I thought you were going to ha- have the story. I thought you were going to have the scoop. No, I've, I don't know. Yeah, me neither. Like, it was just 90 minutes of unfulfilled <laughs> masturbation <Yeah>. or something. <laughs> Holy I think it was a more annoying 90 minutes for him than you. <laughs> it was going to be a close <laughs> call on that one, for sure. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. <laughs> Insane ramblings.